Welcome back to the Quiet on Set podcast powered by Cinnamon. I'm Ewan Graf and as always, I'm joined by Lachlan Teeley. This week we are discussing upcoming trailers for new releases. When will the Star Wars spinoffs catch a break? And there's a Scott Pilgrim anime. Excuse me, Ewan, what? why am I only hearing what? about this right now? Excuse me? We'll get into that. Uh, I also watched the pretty abysmal Dungeons and Dragons films from the mid-2000s to prepare for this week's main thing that, uh, that you'll get into in a second. I also watched Party Down Season 3 and Shrinking Season 1. And then we both caught up with Rylane and Tetris. We'll briefly get into that. But if you're interested, we also got a main review for that out on the channel. So go give that a watch as well. And Ewan, by watching all of the trash Dungeons and Dragons movie, leads up to us watching the latest Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. We'll yes. get into our thoughts very shortly. Exactly. So let's cue up that intro and get into the show. We are professionals. This is, this is a professional podcast. Yes. Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Hello there. <laughs> Which actually, did you this get is me a hat a as bit... well? Um, yes. So I've got Dune Cam. <laughs> it's just a camera <laughs> with my Dune steelbook. Yes, welcome back, uh, Lachlan. It's uh, an exciting week for the news again. Uh, some really so much fun news. things to talk about. Uh, and then so D&D. I don't know if you've ever played it. We'll probably get into that a bit later on. For those of you who aren't sure if they want to check it out, I think I think it's a fun watch. I think it's a pretty good blockbuster. So go give it a try. We'll uh, be getting into our full-on spoiler thoughts later on. But let's have a look at the news first and something we haven't done in a bit Lachlan is uh taking a look at a few trailers we'll kind of talk about them collectively so we'll, we'll chat about uh the new Pixar trailer for Elemental uh we got Asteroid City uh new trailer from the Wes Anderson film that hopefully will premiere in Cannes the Master Gardener just because we <laughs> that's a totally different vibe for Paul Schrader's new film that uh, I already caught back in Venice. So you can, if you have any thoughts about it, uh, questions, you can ask me. And then Trolls Band Together, because yes, I guess there's another Trolls film. <laughs> so out of these four, like I already know which one is your highlight, which one you're most anticipating. So, yeah. so, so let's talk about that one first, luckily. Well, what do you think is my most anticipated? I think on the count of three, because I might have a little bit of a, a, a sneaky one for you here from the trailers. Oh. Ready? Okay. On the count of three. You do the countdown because uh, your delay yes. is, is, is better than mine. Three, <laughs> two, one, Asteroid City. Trolls band together. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, he's a huge uh, fan of musicals. Massive I, fan. Not to Justin sound Timberlake. not to sound racist, which is which is the best preface to any the start of any sentence ever. But I feel like the trolls all kind of look the same. <laughs> if I'm being they're honest, they're about to get cancelled, you and know? don't ever start a sentence like that again. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, they're about to fucking drown me in a in a Justin Timberlake. Uh, um, but yeah. yeah, look, 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 the trailers from this week out of those four that we're discussing, I, I, surprisingly, the one I was probably most curious about was Elemental because it's one of the only few yep. that I was like, from the recent insert object has feelings movies that are coming out of uh, uh, Pixar, uh, Pixar, yeah, Pixar recently, Pixar, uh, yeah. that one seems like a little bit of fun, uh, but mm -hmm. you know what, Asteroid City is gonna be my number one because i'm such a huge yeah. wes anderson fan i love mm -hmm. everything in the ins and outs i know you and i are on the same page with the french dispatch not being as strong as his previous works 
And yeah. I feel like Asteroid City could be a return to form because it's a single narrative where the French dispatch was a bit more a couple of stories thrown into one. And I felt that was the weakest yeah. aspect of that film, that it wasn't a one narrative. It was jumping between different eras and different places. And while there were excellent moments, and I do think that there wasn't anything other than that being the weak side of that film, mm-hmm. this Asteroid City could definitely be a return to form for Wes. I feel like French Dispatch also kind of had a stacked cast in each era. Um, and you kind of just... For me, at least, I wanted more just to focus on on some, um, on like one specific era and get more from these characters. And uh, to me, Asteroid City, I already told you when we both watched the trailer, to me, it was like, it kind of had me fed up with Wes Anderson because I was like, well, are we getting a bit too much just style over actual like substance here anymore? Because I, I love his films when it's just like... Two characters who live in this crazy world that we focus on. And um, it's becoming more and more like, I guess it's always been an ensemble. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. I'll, I'll hopefully be pleasantly surprised uh, by the film. And I feel like Elemental um, is kind of, I'm, I'm feeling the same way about it. Where it feels not really new in any sort of way for mm. Pixar. It's like... <laughs> Racism, huh? <laughs> but it's elements, uh, in a sense, and it's like racism, it's, huh? <laughs> and can t- these two people live together? All they're, they're yeah. fundamentally from different sides, uh, just like you know, in a very elemental way, breaking it down. Which I guess, if you pad it up with with racism, it would then make the analogy of like, well, <laughs> mixes uh, racist or mix, which I don't think like. <laughs> They're going into that direction. That would be really backwards. And um, I don't know, they they could have done that like 20 years ago. So it probably will just be like a simple, I think, romance story overall. Mm. Uh, But the only thing that annoyed me about that trailer was they obviously said elements can't mix, but the core ingredient with fire is air. You need oxygen to make fire. Without that, you can't have fire. So I I found that quite funny how they were like, you can't mix. And I'm like... (laughs) They definitely would have had to mix to to make fire. Fire needs oxygen. I, uh, yeah, I want uh, another, like, you know, you get elements and then the next sequel is not like just elements too, but it's actually molecules. And then it's like Mm -hmm. about the O2 and hydrogen and stuff like that. And they start to mingle. And then it's actually about like, you know, the (laughs) inside out too is just elemental, but it's the elements from elemental. They got like their own little molecules that, that, um, that, uh, yeah, they, they are made of. Uh, no, we got better ideas than Pixar because it seems like they, they, they are playing it safe. Although it does look stunning. I mean, the visuals, uh, you can't really, can't really criticize those. They, they look amazing. Trolls band together, another sequel. And the Master Gardener, uh, I think it's like out of the, the last three, uh, films from Paul Schrader, probably his weakest. I, I kind of like the card counter and then, uh, First Reformed is definitely the strongest, and uh, this is like a, a similar type of story. I went into the film not knowing anything about the plot. And I feel like if you're just a Paul Schrader fan and you haven't watched the trailer, don't go watch the trailer because it gives away a lot of the stuff that isn't like there at the start of the movie. And if you don't know it, it feels like a reveal. And they already revealed that in the trailer. And I feel like it takes away a bit from um, what what the, what he's trying to do. Uh, but I'm not. I don't want to say more than that. 
Uh, Lachlan, you seemed really excited about uh, Scott Pilgrim being adapted into an anime series. So, yes. Yeah. Y should you not not be excited? Come on, that's like I mean, so it's much amazing. fun. And yeah. it's I'm reading through the article now, and it says that the cast is coming back. Yes. Chris Evans coming back. Karen Cogan. Oh my! Like everyone's coming back. Yeah, everyone's coming back. The band is coming back together, uh, literally. Um, and I, I guess, you know, the good thing about Scott Pilgrim is that, it, yes, it is a movie done by Edgar Wright, done very well, but it's also based on a comic. So you can do something different that doesn't feel just like you're redoing the same thing, but you're actually having another unique twist and approach to, uh, I guess, adapting the story again. So I'm, I'm actually not opposed to this. I feel like this is going to be quite fun to see. And also labeling it as an anime, not an animated series, but an anime. anime. I know there's no yeah. big difference if you, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if you tell that to anime lovers, they're probably gun for my head. Uh, but I, yeah. I'm putting a gun to your head. You should not say that. You and you're trying I'm to get us canceled this, this episode. Well, it's got Pilgrim anime, but it's not like, it's not a manga, right? So it's not an anime, well, the style, technically. The style could probably definitely will be anime. Right. Well, then, okay, then it's just an anime style. But then, like, you know, but I don't know. What's the difference then between cartoons? I, we should probably not get into this argument because people are not going to like that. But uh, th there's a lot of, like, cartoons who have an anime style who aren't considered proper anime. Like, if you even try to start the words Avatar The Last Airbender, then, like, people, they choke up. <laughs> they get angry at you. Uh, but... Because it's an anime. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's not an anime. It's a cartoon. Uh, anyways. Uh, speaking of humor, no, not really. Not a lot of humor in the Joker sequel. Uh, but Lady Gaga was spotted as Harley Quinn on... Uh, there were a bunch of videos uh, of her in New York City. Uh, when they were filming, and yeah, Lachlan, what did you make of the first uh, look of uh, Harley Quinn? Uh, yeah, 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 and mm -hmm. yeah. Well, uh, again, the only thing that I'm going to to go to see Joker, Folly Adieu. You'll get that by the time we're in gun. I'll I'm, get I'm that. Sure yeah. Okay. Cool. Just wanted to double check. The only thing I'm going in for is the performances. I. Yeah. Do hope. I mean, Gaga can act. We we do know that she's done great jobs in the past. House of Gucci, yep. Chef Kiss. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I I'm going back to see Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga perform, and hopefully they'll yeah. do something. Uh, and obviously, uh, Todd Phillips, you know, uh, directing. Yes, Oscar, of course. Uh, he should get for this. Uh, no matter and what. And a musical as well. You know, that's the special thing. It is a yeah. musical, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I that's why they got really Gaga, right? I, I guess they have. She's got and, a great voice. Uh, Incredible voice. Yeah, so hopefully Joker will drink himself to death, like, uh, in a star spot. I'm sorry if I just spoiled that for you, but... <laughs> so that's probably the, the same plot as a star spot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the yes. first the first movie, like, made a billion dollars, didn't it? It hit, it yes. hit a billion. A billion. And it was made on a really cheap budget. Is there a budget mm -hmm. for this yet? I I don't know. Probably 150. I don't know how much it was for uh, Joker budget. The Joker budget was 55 to 70 
million. Holy moly, that's a that's a that's a profit. And yeah, like <laughs> I, I nailed it uh, on. Uh, Wait, uh, is Brendan Gleeson going to be in Joker two? Joker. I, sorry, Folly Adieu. Fol Folly Adieu. Um, I don't know. Is he? I, I haven't. He's on the IMDb page. And oh, really? I'm getting more and more excited. Yes. Um, he's. <laughs> I mean, he is made for musicals. He's literally got Glee in his name. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon is officially confirmed to be playing in Cannes. Uh, it's the first movie, May twentieth. It will premiere there. Will be there. We'll be covering that. Uh, and the rest of the festival's program will be announced mid-April. Uh, we'll go over all of those uh, announced titles once it is out. But uh, yes. Really happy to watch the new Scorsese film. It's the first one since, I think, after I was in 86 that Scorsese is back in Cannes. So we picked a great year to see De Niro, uh, to DiCaprio. If you're a young girl under the age of 25, you might get really lucky. Uh, so, yeah, Lachlan, we, we, you're still under 25, so we could just put a, a wig onto you and get like, inside the news. Of, I'm yes. going to get inside the news. That sounds like a plan. I would just like to see something other than that picture of Leonardo DiCaprio at the dinner table. Yeah, I don't know if we get a trailer for the film before it comes out, because most films, I guess, when they do a premiere there, they don't really have to prep that yet, because uh, I think it also... <sighs> got a release i don't know it at the top of my head but i think it's like uh beginning of october well it we'll, has got uh, a cast yeah. it like has got every film a has a cast but it has got a cast <laughs> dicaprio de niro gladstone Plemons, uh john lithgow uh who else have we got phrases in it Brendan Fraser's in yeah. it. Oh my gosh. Scott Shepard. Hey, I know him. He was in The Last of Us. An impressive cast. Oh yeah, and I was wrong last week when I said like, oh yeah, I think Killers of the Flower Moon is the longest film he's made. I was talking about Oppenheimer. There, I mixed that up. Uh, Nolan's film is going to be the longest he's made so far. And, uh, I was going to say, this, the yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon is currently sitting at 3 hours and 20 minutes on IMDb. Really? Oh, well, never mind. Then I guess that as well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. We don't, uh, well, I mean, we don't yeah. know. We don't, we don't know. But like right now, I mean, IMDb is saying, the I don't know why they would list it. probably pretty done because it was supposed to come out last year, right? So I think they're just sitting on it now and they're probably pretty much done with it. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, speaking of things, uh, well, in contrast to, I guess, people gaining stuff, there's uh, another Star Wars director that is leaving the project. Uh, David Lindelof is not working on the new Star Wars movie anymore. Uh, I think they were pretty far along with... Um, His name's D Damon? Oh, Damon. Did I say David? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so, but like, he's also not the director. Damon. Oh, uh, it's Lindelof. It's David it's Lindelof. The, it's the screenwriters. Da Damon. Wait. Lucasfilm oh, top secret Star Wars dad. movie to be directed by Shireen I talk, I'm not talking about Kin his dad. Kinoy has lost its screenwriter Damon Lindelof and Justin Brett Gibson. Yes, both of them uh, are parting ways with the project. And it's just in a long line of directors who have at some point been attached to a Star Wars movie. And uh, I guess not anymore. Um, I mean, we are coming up on May 4th. 
pretty soon. Uh, I think that's when the Star Wars Celebration Day is happening. And supposedly they are reportedly maybe even announcing about up to three movies. Uh, so, yeah, uh, maybe a bunch of stuff is coming, although they don't seem to have it together. Uh, what's a bit more exciting, though, is that on a smaller scale with a uh, series called Skeleton Crew, uh, we have both the Daniels directing episodes and David Lowry as well. So some really talented people uh, working behind the camera, just, I guess, on the smaller scale for Star Wars. So um, my yeah. thought, here's my idea. They obviously don't know yes. where to go with Star Wars because they've got both yeah. movies and TV shows that they're shelving and they're putting series away. Hear me out, Ewan. This is, this is going to be a bit of a tangent. But I'll make, I'll make it okay. quick. Star Wars content made for TikTok. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I reckon you'd make a killing. In a, star, in a Samsung Galaxy far, far away. Uh, yeah. You'd make a killing, bro. Like, seriously, all we got to do. How, how long does a TikTok go for? How long can a TikTok go for? Up to 10 TikTok. minutes. <laughs> Come on. I could do yeah. that. They're literally yes. Mandalorian episodes, which are shorter than that. Man literally wants to bring back Quibi. <laughs> Come on. Let's bring back Quibi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if they have a big endeavor there. Uh, but, I mean, I just saw that, like, Netflix keeps adding these games. I just saw, like, a game went on sale. Or, I'm blanking on the name of it. Um, but it, it was out on, like, Steam for, like, 15 bucks. And then I saw a trailer from Netflix, like... Now, play it for free with no ads, with no extra money spent. You can play this on your smart TV. <laughs> so there are some odd endeavors that some of the streaming services are willing to go down. Um, but yeah, what you are saying, essentially, if, you, if I'm picking up what you're putting down, is uh, more short-form content for, from the galaxy. Maybe stuff that is not just tied to a big old trilogy that we have to do in some sort of way. and get as far away from the Skywalkers as we possibly can, in my opinion. Because I feel like mm. uh, we haven't covered it yet. I feel like the latest Mandalorian season is leaving me a bit cold, if I'm being honest. I'm not really too interested in uh, yeah the, the series anymore, if I'm being honest. Um, again, still... I'm not even watching cuts. it. Yeah, he's not even watching. Are you are you planning to binge it once the whole season is done? Or? Uh, if I hear anything good from it, yeah, but I have right. no interest to go back in. I watched the first episode. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. I watched the first episode, mm. and I good think I'm boy. halfway through episode two, but I yeah. have no reason to watch it. There's no there's no story that's kept me engaged. I think it's just been a little yeah. bit. And it hasn't been too long. But yeah, I just haven't got any reason mm. to go back into it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I praised it for kind of not dwelling on certain subplots too long. And then immediately after I said that, the next episode was like, subplot, <laughs> heaven, nothing's happening. And it's like, ah, okay, I, I don't know if I'm the biggest fan of that. Uh, mm. Anyways, Eternals uh, character, Kit Harrington, uh, he's a, a knight guy, the guy who has the sword at the end. Knight I with don't sword. know what his name is. Sword guy. He uh, was supposedly, yeah, do you know that? Dark, Black dark, saber, knight, dark knight, dude. dark knight, dark knight. That's uh, Batman. Uh, we're still on Mandalorian then. It's not the dark saber. Um, but he has a talking sword, which, yes, uh, he's King Arthur from old age. John doesn't know anything. But he's supposedly cut from the new 
uh, blade film that's like trimming down, slimming down. Uh, and that movie also seems like a bit of a mess. I think they also had a director change like half a year ago or whatever. I think that movie is coming out uh, next year. Black Knight. Um, that's his but, name. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter Knight. anymore because cool. he's not Generic. in the movie anymore. He's yeah. I mean, maybe he is. It's just uh, just rumors that are rumoring around in the Hollywood sphere. But yeah, um, that character didn't give me much, and I was really surprised they were like going into that direction towards like pretty much out of left field. I was like, hey, that character is actually someone of note, and I think they're also probably scrapping a bunch of the other Eternal stuff. I know that there was a sequel planned. Did they set it up? And I don't know if they'll continue after that movie being yeah. kind of a flop. But then I think it, it didn't do well on uh, in theaters at all. But then I think it was consistently up there as one of the most watched things on Disney+. Plus. So, you know, people mm. still caught up with it. But I feel like the MCU is just like big enough that people just kind of... There's enough people who want to see everything, even if they don't like it. So I don't know if that's an indicator of where to go next because it's still kind of a blind audience uh, that just goes to see... Um, most things that come out. <laughs> Speaking of things being shelved, <laughs> yet again, uh, Disney is just like, I, this is all Disney, I guess. Um, they are focusing less on, I guess, Indiana Jones, which is also under the umbrella of Lucasfilm, and instead want to focus on Star Wars. So a Indiana Jones series that was in the works is also probably going to be shelved as well. Uh, I don't know who it would have featured, probably not uh harrison ford uh but yeah we are not getting that and then uh finally a small little update on the jonathan major's arrest uh it's it's still kind of vague i i guess but um it seems like it's a bit more cleared up that he wasn't in the wrong but it's still just on the side of his lawyer basically saying what um the the woman said who uh, was allegedly uh, assaulted. So it, it's still like, <laughs> I don't know, I, I guess we are still waiting on this to be like legally for sure be cleared up, but it seems like there might've been some sort of misunderstanding. I'm still a bit reluctant to say like, okay, that's, yes, that just makes perfect sense. Um, but fr from what I read, it just seems like the police did something wrong uh in, in that instance and not actually jonathan matrix uh but yes uh hopefully he'll be he'll be cleared hopefully he's not uh, a terrible dude i i'd <laughs> love for him to be redeemed in and in, in the public eye and in my eyes as well uh but yeah that's it for the news this week lachlan are you ready to get to uh what we've been watching yes The two things that the both of us watched uh, this week, um, uh, like I previously mentioned in the intro, uh, we can link it here as well. Uh, you'll find them as separate reviews. We'll get into th uh, those even in spoiler fashion. But uh, just briefly, Tetris and Rylane, uh, what did you make of them? Uh, can you recommend them? Uh, yeah, I can recommend them both. I had a great time with both. Rylane is has a very independent feel to it as well, which is nice. So yeah. it feels a bit more personal. It feels a bit more, you can connect to it a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I just was a bit cringy in rom-coms. I'm not the biggest rom-com mm. guy. Uh, there were a number yeah. of things that did make me laugh, but the two main characters connecting to each other just didn't really get into it that much. But 
it's it was right. a fun time. It's it's only short. It's only like eighty minutes. So if you want something short to watch, that's probably like one of the shortest films that I've watched recently because everything's yeah. becoming three hour, epic, three hours long, manal, yes. like maniac level, psychopathic mm-hmm. level of film runtimes. Big long. Film. We're not trying yes. to like someone's gonna beat Lawrence of Arabia at some point. Now someone's gonna do a four hour film, and I'm gonna be like, yeah. come on, dude. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna yeah. have to bring intermissions back, by the way. That's gonna be a thing in the next in yeah. the next two years. We're gonna be bringing back intermissions because your boy needs the pee during a film. And <laughs> so has gotta tell these filmmakers that inflation doesn't affect your runtime. No, it doesn't. Uh, but yeah, Tetris, then, yeah, Tetris on the other hand, Tetris uh, was a lot of fun. Uh, does it count, Ewan? Let's start this. Let's open this can of worms. Does it count as a video it, game adaptation? I would say no. Uh, but it's already listed on some sites as like, hey, this is not a pretty good uh, video game movie. I think it's just like because, he, like, for some reason, I think Pixels is a video game movie. Uh, yeah, it's trash. It's trash. This is. I think it's not trash. It's it's pretty. It's all right. Um, but it's so not about the actual game really i don't know it, it's hard it, it's just i mean moneyball is also like a sports movie obviously mm. it's a lot about sports but it's also about everything else no it's a bit more tied to it because this is more like a business political thriller than it is but a it's all about tetris movie no no don't you dare take that moneyball example away because that was the example i was going to be using it's a yeah, sports okay. movie this makes yeah. it a video game movie so okay I, I guess that's fair tetris will go down as one of the better video game movies <laughs> Also, Die Hard is a Christmas movie to make people mad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's what you watched. That's what I watched. We'll get into that a bit more in those separate reviews. And then I caught up with the Dungeons and Dragons movies. And having done that, I gave three movies in one star. And I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Why? Why? Those movies are really bad. Uh, they're not even entertaining. They just kind of suck and uh the movie we're about to talk about is is way better in that regard it can entertain it looks flashy and those other ones kind of looked a bit dull uh it had some really strange characters like one of the the villains or like a henchman of the villain becomes somewhat the main character or whatever in the next one although in the first one he's thrown up like multiple hundred feet high um uh, like a really high tower he's thrown off a really high tower and then he's just back in the next one uh i don't know if i completely uh got something wrong in the plot because it was really messy as well but that's the dungeons and dragons movies uh don't watch them for some reason they're also just out on the german amazon prime i think you can't really find them anywhere else because no one else really wanted them vpn Um, time baby (laughs) <laughs> yeah although amazon i think does lock you out because you got like different accounts for each so it's like one of the things that is a bit harder to use with vpn just heads up there but uh yeah um off a recommendation from intercut host zach Ashevich, uh, i ended up watching the first two seasons of party down and then they had a third season run after 10 years after uh the series concluded its first run and it had only a six episode uh season uh, it did feel a bit short but it's just as charming as those first two seasons it's a really underrated comedy series and i hope it does get a fourth season it does kind of go into that direction a bit so hopefully we'll see those uh characters return so go check that out if you haven't heard of it and then uh <laughs> 
Adam Sandler is back. He has made another movie with Jennifer Aniston, Murder Mystery. Normally, you'd lose, a, uh, you'd have to lose a bet to go watch one of his films, but I, I thought, hey, I watched the last one. Let's just watch this one as well. And it was slightly better than the last one, in my opinion, uh, but only marginally. It's uh, still a really dumb movie that's really not my type of humor, not my type of style, where everything's like loosey-goosey and we are so silly and people are dying. And that's the whole comedy of the thing. Uh, not a big fan of it. So stay clear of, of that over on Netflix. Um, then for some reason, I guess this movie hit in theaters, but also on VOD at the same times. Uh, Mummies, pretty terrible uh, animated film. Also stay clear of that one. Can't recommend it. I finished Key and Peele. Uh, I watched the last two seasons and I, I did. What What do you think about like the change up of them not having a live audience to going into the car setting? Because, uh, yeah, last week I hadn't watched any of the car episodes yet. I haven't watched Key and Peele up to that point, though. Oh, okay. I've, I've, watched, okay. I've watched part. I, I didn't get up to that part, though. Ah, okay, okay. Well, uh, I think it, it is kind of funny how they use it. Uh, because, like, the opening joke for the whole thing is, uh, for, the, like, the first episode is, like, the... Uh, and I said, bitch! I don't know if you've seen that bit. Bit where they, like... Yeah. <laughs> and they basically do that bit at the end of like the whole ride that they go on for two seasons. It's just so they can see it and they're far enough. And then they like, okay, I guess we said it. We got to turn back and then it like fades the credits and then they're done. So overall, a really like, sorry, I ruined that joke for you if you haven't seen it, but uh, it's, it's a really uh, fun show with a, uh, some great guest appearances as well. Uh, and they, these two carry just whatever they are in or whatever they are part of. Some quite key, uh, quite key. Yes, I'm quite keen to see Keegan Michael Key uh, as Toad. Uh, I feel like he's probably not gonna have the most screen time, uh, but he he definitely has the energy. I was like, you know, when I see Chris Pratt, I don't think oh this could be a Mario. But when I see how like Key is jumping around on stage, I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense for a jumpy little toad dude. But that's it for what I've been watching throughout the whole month of April. I'll also be uh, doing a bit of a deep dive on Akira Kurosawa. I'm doing an Akira Kurosawa April where I'm catching up on all of his 32 films uh, and the 28 I haven't seen yet. So if you want to join along, uh, you can find it on my socials and on, I guess, the shorts things that I create. There should be a video out for each movie that I, I go over. So go give that a try. They're all streaming on the Criterion channel if you want to watch along. Uh, but now it's really, really over with what we've been watching. So Lachlan, let's get to uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. A charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic, but things go dangerously awry when they run a fool of the wrong people. So that's Honor Among Thieves, a, uh, I guess, more generic subtitle to Dungeons and Dragons to differentiate it, I guess, from those mid-2000s adaptations and also saying, hey, it's Dungeons and Dragons, but it's also about the honor of thieves. So good guys with bad people or good things with bad people. Mass appeal, great marketing gig. Uh, it's also doing pretty well so far from the audiences and critical responses as well. It's a 3.6 
7.6 on Letterboxd, a 7.6 on IMDb, and a 72 on Metacritic. It comes in at a runtime of 2 hours and 14 minutes and is directed by John Francis DeLay and Jan Jonathan M. Goldstein, the directors of uh, the comedy Game Night, Lachlan. Have you seen Game Night? No. No. Okay. That's like a, uh, some of some people say that it's like the best comedy of the last decade that was made or whatever. I think it's kind of, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. It's not as great as some people praise it to be. Uh, this is also uh, yet another um, big hitter from Lionsgate after they've had uh, John Wick. I guess they're going back to back with hopefully some um, big box office outings, but it also has a budget of 151 million dollars and stars chris pine michelle rodriguez uh d bridgeton star uh Regis jean Pache, uh, which uh, i don't even know if he's french but i just felt like saying it in french uh justice smith and sophia lillis as well as hugh grant in a supporting role so uh we'll get into spoilers in a bit uh more generally luckland what did you make of dungeons and dragons among honor among thieves it's a long time uh, i had a great time uh it was shockingly fun you don't expect films called mm. dungeons and dragons to be a good movie but overall yeah. i had very little issues with it up until the end that's probably the worst weakest part of this film is probably the yeah, ending yeah. but i have mm -hmm. to admit 75 percent of the film is just a lot of fun the humor sticks and the action is decent and you start to care about some pretty dumb, stupid characters, and you're like, "Why do I care so much about these dumb, stupid characters?" But yeah, no, it's yeah. it's 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 a shockingly good time. It's really, really fun, and I'm very happy that I enjoyed my time at the cinema with this film. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those films that you don't expect to be this good because you expect it to be really generic and like not really getting what it's going for. But I think it kind of walks the line of being broad enough for mm. any audience to enjoy even even if they have no connection to dungeons and dragons and i think they probably I, i've only played the game once i don't know about you if you're more familiar with the game uh but yeah I, I, they probably like put in some stuff i've heard some feedback from people who actually play a lot to this like like little hints in the background here and there uh to the game itself and i feel like it was pretty carefully constructed and then to me I think its biggest success is that it's, you know, a MacGuffin chase at the end of the day. It's a quest line. You get like, ooh, a new quest appears and they got to go down that that quest to get to the further in the main quest. And it doesn't really feel that way. It kind of flows well naturally. And I feel like that's probably the hardest thing to do. When it, it does kind of both things. Weirdly enough, it does like, it does feel like a quest. It's like, oh, it appears so they get they get to go on an adventure but also flows well with the story. So I really got to mm. applaud them for, for how they constructed the film. I think it's really solid. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any uh, familiarity with the game. Uh, I haven't really right. played the actual Dungeons & Dragons game. I've played mm -hmm. games similar, like Divinity 2 Original Sin. That's very similar mm -hmm. to like Dungeons & Dragons in a sense, the different kind of world. But uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not really familiar with the world per se. Uh, doesn't really matter though, because like mm. even if you have no understanding of what's going on, it's pretty easy to follow. They're name dropping a lot of stuff that I kind of knew. They said Baldur's Gate a number of times. I've never played the games, but I do know that's another very very similar 
style game. So yeah, like you don't have to have an understanding of Dungeons and Dragons to go enjoy this film. You can still have a great time watching it. Getting into the characters without, I guess, getting into specific spoilers territory. I don't know how much we actually have to talk about spoilers in this because it is not really that spoiler heavy of a movie because at the end of the day, I think it is quite generic on uh, how it approaches the characters. It's just the dynamics that kind of work well and somehow the humor I think it, it, a lot of it is on the shoulders of Chris Pine being this charismatic dude that just kind of mm. makes sense. You kind of want him as your party leader uh, that doesn't really contribute anything other than being the plan maker who oftentimes doesn't even have a plan. Uh, and then all of the other people actually contributing something. So I, I really enjoyed him in the role. What what did you make of um of him, or what, what was your favorite? Well, character? he doesn't really have a job, as he says in the in in one of the scenes. He's the plan yeah. guy, and they they have no use for him. So he has to be charismatic. Uh, yeah. Chris Pine definitely holds is the glue that holds this film together because mm. he's the one who's witty and fun and enjoyable to just keep watching. Uh, it it was good to watch him in this because the last thing I saw him in was Don't Worry Darling, and obviously that was a shit yeah. show. Uh, even though yeah. I, I love Chris Pine, and he did a great job in that, it, it, you could kind of see he was having a bit more fun in this role, and it just seemed like one of those roles where you yeah. can see actors actually enjoying their time. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, I was very Gotten happy with... Yes? Interjection. Do you think this is pretty much a Ryan Reynolds role or do you think it kind of stands apart from it? Is it different in any sort of way? As in, could Ryan Reynolds step in and just do it? Exactly. Is it generic leading man with charisma leveled out at level 100, you know? Yeah, of course. It, right. Okay. But I'm, I'm glad Chris Pine can do it as well. And it's not just Ryan Reynolds all the time. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I think some of the uh, backstories to some of the characters, I, I kind of would have liked for some of them to stay even more surface level. I, I kind of didn't need a backstory, at least as extensively for him. I feel like as a main character, you are treated with that. Probably it's because I'm not the biggest fan of the child actress who's pretty much cast in everything. Here we days. go. Here we go. I, you I and, I you've got to stop hating child actors, man. I you just, just see like, a child no. actor and you're like, fuck that kid. That kid fucking sucks. No, Frankie Corio, the kid in Fablements. There's a lot of like good examples, but she's she gets cast in literally everything. And I think she's not she's not great. She's just she just doesn't work for me at all. And she she's done a lot of things. Uh I think. Yeah. She was in the in the new like in '65 as well. I saw her. And she was she was in Avatar. I didn't see her in Avatar. I guess she wasn't reading Avatar. She was, well, I, I guess she also hasn't been in that much. If I if I look at her IMDb, but just whatever I've seen her in, I'm like, ugh, just doesn't work for me. So I was like, by that, I was like, I'm I'm not trying to hate on this character. I just want to see less of her. And unfortunately, she's mostly for most of the movie. She's paired up with. Uh, Hugh Grant without getting into spoilers just yet and uh, <laughs> I don't know it lessened the impact for, 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 for that character well what do you make of, of Hugh Grant's performance because I, I loved it of course it's Hugh Grant he's great yeah, it's, yeah he's amazing and it's the same and it's the same for uh, Chloe Coleman she was great too I don't I don't right. didn't hate her performance but uh, you just clearly uh, want to shit on you're just like I'm not, I'm you not see it, no. I, you know funny enough Ewan funnily enough when <laughs> 
when there was a sad scene and Chloe had to cry, yeah. I didn't see that much emotion come from her, right? No, I so felt like, oh, I, this is an hang, eye yeah, 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 hang on, hang on, I'm going to get to that, Ewan. So I, 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 I ignore her because Chloe is a child actress and, right. you know, you can't force a child to cry. You just got to kind of tell them how to do their, their job. Chloe is, yeah. what? I, I'm not. 16? I'm not trying to actively ha hate on her. 16? It's just that I, uh, yeah, then yeah. We... She's sixteen, fifteen, and in that scene, I was like, oh, I'll ignore. Her. I'll go look at someone else in that scene, right? Yeah. But I knew you and you would have been sitting there and in, in watching the movie, going furious, fucking little <laughs> child. God damn it! Fuck Stop that! Acting. That's terrible acting. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, Ewan's hating this right now. I know it. But I didn't no. hate it. You don't have to hate her. Too predictable. Yeah. Uh, again, I feel shit like... on Chris Pine. Like you won't shit on Chris he Pine was, though. He was you? great though. I, I think Justice Smith is just okay as well. His character was more engaging than his performance. Okay, what about He's Daisy Head? Da what's, who's Daisy Head? Oh, She's Sophina. The 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 villain character. The most um, blandest like villain. Yeah. Ever. It's like it's like straight out of For the Dark World as well. <laughs> it's just like the dark elves again. Um, yeah, no, she, she she isn't great. I think uh, that's the whole thing about like the the final part of the film. Do you want to want to get into spoilers so we can talk about her? I a mean, bit more? yeah, might as well. All right, spoilers. I didn't like Chloe Coleman's performance, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I you and hates acting. Do do <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It just recently quit a job where I don't have to uh, work with kids anymore. So yes, <laughs> I can say that now. No, um, <laughs> I want to continue down that line with the child character. Uh, <laughs> I think you don't need to have like that for Chris Pine. I think it's a tag along thing of oftentimes you see like he's a father character that has to do something for his family. So you got a shortcut to make him engaging. And I feel like this character didn't really need that. Obviously, it was like the um, the uh, catalyst for the quest of the MacGuffin, what, what all catapulted this uh, into existence. But it also kind of jumped around at the start, which I didn't really like that much. Although the prison escape was a lot of fun. Uh, I yeah. want to tag along with Jonathan <laughs> as well. Jonathan. That was a great scene. Um, I, I like how they call back to it with Hugh Grant at the end of it. Where it's like there's not no no window anymore. They they, they close yeah. it down with Jonathan. But yeah, uh, Daisy had Safina, uh, the I guess dark elf. I don't know what what race uh, she she would be. Um, what well, was kind of a bland character in the back of like, ooh, you were not paying attention to this character, but she's actually the big bad in the background. And then her evil quest of making everyone, what I don't know, uh, a zombie like her, a zombie. Yeah, I guess a zombie. Um, yeah, I don't know. What well, wasn't really hitting hard for me, and I think it would have been. Although it's a big studio uh, adventure blockbuster, I would have loved for them to, you know, <laughs> the whole thing unfolds and they've escaped, and it then they just go. Uh, but I guess they're just heroes in a normal story and they, they can't really do that type of, of joke where like thousands of people die. Uh, but yeah, I think sometimes... Yeah, I, don't think gotta, that would, I don't think that would uh, land too well, Ewan. 
Yeah, but I again, like I said, I hate you'd love children it. You'd and love I hate it. People living. I just wanted to see them die. <laughs> All die. My favorite you'd movie is Synecdoche, uh, New York. Yes, everything <laughs> is miserable. Uh, no, I think this is this was so much fun overall. I think everyone um, kind of comes together at least in that like core uh group and uh i like the dynamic that uh zenk or whatever he is brings in with basically being a leveled out character that's like maxed out everywhere he yep. he doesn't have although he doesn't have the social skills he's like i don't know if that's like a skill that you can have in these games but i guess charisma is, is the one that he doesn't have uh social awareness what did you what do you think about the the visual look because it definitely did have some shortcomings of i guess a big blockbuster when it comes to the cgi in my opinion uh as much as i wanted to shit on the cgi there was so much practical stuff yes which oh that was, I, yeah, that was great I, yeah the costumes it mm -hmm. because there was so many practical effects and a practical shots i decided not to shit on the cgi because right. you could clearly see that they wanted to do a lot of this stuff practically and you can see that there was some digital mm -hmm. enhancements and there was some D cgi stuff but yeah. for but. the most of it they probably try to do a lot of it practically and i can respect mm. that so i don't want to give this movie any flack for cgi or crappy cgi when i can tell that they wanted to do a lot of stuff practically that's that is fair enough i feel like for me it was Mainly in, in Doric, uh, Sophia Lillis's character, where uh, some of the CGI transitions from the different creatures uh, didn't flow as naturally and kind of uh, were a bit more fantastical uh, than, I guess, the, like what was, was the groundwork of that world. And um, something that I, I could be a critique, but I actually kind of liked is that I think the world, uh, apart from the characters that we engage with, it doesn't feel like super lived in. It feels like it is is not really a world that functions and exists outside of the story, which I think is perfectly fine because we got those main characters on a Dungeons and Dragons quest, and it, it somehow it weirdly got that feeling across of like, well, these are the main characters; they are important, and everyone else is just kind of to build uh, the world we kind of build around it as, like, the dungeon masters uh, scraps together uh, some some sort of story. So, uh, yeah, uh, overall, I think it's, it's a pretty solid film that uh, we can both recommend. Um, I don't know if you got anything else to add that we haven't gotten into yet, Lachlan. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot to get into with this film because it's no, so just a fun ride. It's so simple and it's fun. It's a roller coaster ride. Scorsese would have loved it. Um, yeah. Do you think it will I, do I, it well commercially? I hope so. I think it will do well. Has it got a China release? Because if it has a China release, it will probably do well. I don't know. In China, I feel like they eat this kind of shit up, especially because it's based on game in a sense, at least a tabletop game, but. More importantly, it's got some video game adaptations that are very popular. Are you fact-checking it for me, Ewan? Are you, are you checking if there's a channel yeah, release? I am checking it, and only one side has it. And uh, it said like it's looking like a premiere that uh, similar to Shazam 2, uh, which wouldn't be great. That's not uh, good. No. Hey, I think this film is better it, than it is Shazam 2. It is in China, though. <laughs> for um, sure, yeah. I think it's way better than Shazam 2. I think that, yeah. look, it's only been, what, 
uh, well, we're recording this on the Sunday, so it's only been one yeah. weekend. We can't, we can't, mm. you know, expect everybody to think that, you know, people might think it's an April Fool's joke, you know? That, yeah. oh, look, there's a Dungeons and Dragons yeah. movie. How oh. funny is that? April well, Fool's. I mean, by the time this comes out, it's not April's fool, April Fool's anymore. It's quite. But, but yeah. Uh, I think coming off a $151 million budget, it does have to do quite a bit of money. Mm. Uh, so I don't know if it will be like a big hit, especially with next week coming, uh, uh, with next week both air and the Super Mario Bros. movie coming out in the States. So it kind of takes up the older audience, the dads, and then the dads going with their kids as well. It's just a lot of dads in the theater. Mm. And this would also be kind of maybe a dad movie. Uh, so uh, I think it definitely goes for a broader appeal, uh, but yeah. I think it's not going to do as well as... Uh, I would love... I was about to say like it's a mid-budget film it's definitely not with 151 million it's it's oh god no i mean i mean this is more expensive than john wick 4 it's got like 50 million more in the budget uh over john wick 4 which is which is a bit crazy i guess it's just a lot of the cgi stuff yeah a lot of the costume and makeup um but yeah hopefully this will make a return it's the it's the type of movie that we see uh less of in recent years so uh when do you wrap it as a rating for Honor Among Thieves. Uh, for me, I am giving it a nice, clean three out of five stars on Letterboxd. Uh, that's where yes. I review all my movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why I just, I just plugged my Letterbox there. Yes. Um, it is a site where you can remove, into it. review movies. <laughs> uh, look, I, I think that there's a lot to love with Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Mm-hmm. Number of it is got to do with uh, performances and the core group. They're quite fun. Um, we didn't even talk about Michelle Rodriguez. She's so yeah. much fun in this film. She's so yeah, badass. Yeah. Um, and also the name uh, Honor Among Thieves has the words Among Thieves, which is Uncharted 2's uh, tagline, uh, which is one of my favorite <laughs> video game series. So I got very excited. That's a great connection, isn't it? Um, yeah, video game movie. By that, video by our standards, then it's a video game movie. Oh, gonna get me started on the video game adaptation movie of Uncharted. That's too much. That's too big of a can of worms <laughs> to open. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that place. you should go and see this film. It's it's actually a lot of yeah. fun. It's surprisingly a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I thought John Wick was gonna be the number one movie of the year that entertained me. It still is so far. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> is not beating that, but yeah. Dungeons and Dragons made me laugh more times than John Wick Four did. So, mm. what's the better comedy, John Wick Four or Dungeons and Dragons? It's gonna yeah, go yeah. to Dungeons and Dragons, you know. So, mm. sure, it doesn't have the same kick-ass action, but it is still a lot of fun in a different kind of way. So, that's where my three out of five comes in. Ewan. You are going to predict, you're going to give it a, oh, here we go. Oh, you're doing the eye roll thing from Dune. You know, the cal- the human calculator dudes. Yeah. Ewan, calculate how much it's going to cost me to get from mm. Australia to, to Cannes. Uh, a lot of money, Lachlan. So much yes. money. Yeah, so, so much money. So much money. Oh. Ewan, what's your <laughs> score? What's your <laughs> please score? Please watch. Please subscribe. Uh, I'm giving it a three out of five. 
as well. Yes, uh, fun ride. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. Uh, we haven't really gotten into, I guess, Justice Smith's character as well, uh, Simon, which he's a struggling magician. Too bad. We're um, not going to get into it now. No. We're too okay. far gone. Mm. Fuck, fuck. Uh, but he, 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 he's cool by the end because he knows magic. He's a grand yep. wizard, which is cool. Very gets cool. Gets in now, with the, the shape-shifting Do you think there'll be a sequel to this? Uh, like, uh, not, not regarding budget or whatever. Do you think they would consider doing a sequel to this? If it's successful, I don't see why not. You can go yeah. anywhere with this. There's so much to explore with the world. So Yeah. Get his daughter kidnapped again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and Michelle Rodriguez uh, dies again. Chris Pine taken. Yeah, she dies again. Chris Pratt in yeah. the sequel. Wait, no, sorry. Better idea. Everything. Better idea. Chris Pine acting, but he's voice cast by Chris Pratt. It's an animated movie. You know what? No, 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 no. It's live action, but all it's... of Chris Pine's dialogue is replaced <laughs> by Chris Pratt's voice. <laughs> he's, he's a puppet. Uh, yeah. Wait, no, even more than that. Honor among Chris's. The, the body the double the is done by Chris Hemsworth. Chris Pine's <laughs> face is rotoscoped onto Chris Hemsworth's body, and then mm -hmm. Chris we Pine the does the voice work. We do need the legs of Chris Evans because he can't stem a whole. Oh my god, Chris Evans! And yeah. we get the mustache of Chris Evans on the face <laughs> of Chris Pine. But the voice acting is Chris Pratt doing a Christopher Walken impression. Directed by Christopher Columbus. Uh, that's, yeah, and yeah. that's as all far right, as right. we're going to get. <laughs> too many Chris's. Uh, anyway, speaking of going on for way too long, what's the film that you would pair up with uh, Honor Among Thieves? So because of all of the practical shots and... Some of the actual landscapes uh, wides that were done practically. This film made me want to go back and do Lord of the Rings, the whole mm. original trilogy. So yeah. I kind of want to go back and do that. But, you know, that's like a good 10 hours of my life. So I've, I've got to really <laughs> have 10 time, hours yeah. dedicated to it. So maybe I will, maybe I won't. But that's my double feature recommendation. Go and watch this and then go and watch the greatest trilogy of all time. Asterix, Lachlan is not guaranteeing that is the greatest trilogy of all time. I'm just using it as a selling point. It may fluctuate between which day I say that. It might be Star mm. Wars. It might be the John Wick series now. It, it could be any of them. But right now, I'm just wanting you to go watch Lord of the Rings. Could be all of them at the same time. Uh, all of the same yeah. time. I'm going into a different direction with the silly humor here. Uh, it, it's not really tied to Honor Among Thieves, but it's more tied to... Uh, next week's uh, main topic with the Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh, I recently went back and watched it for the first time. The literally first uh, video game movie ever with uh, Super Mario Brothers <laughs> from, I think, the, the mid-80s is when that came out. So <laughs> go give that a watch. It's really silly. It's really dumb. It, it obviously doesn't hold up. Uh, in any sort of way, but uh, it, it kind of feels somewhat close to uh, 
a D&D story because it's so it's like the D&D story of a, of a Super Mario game. Um, so, yeah, go give that a try and we'll be talking about the new Super Mario Bros. Uh, not the new Super Mario, the Super Mario Bros. movie uh, next week. That's uh, coming out uh, on April, I think a couple days early. For some reason, it is releasing on Wednesday instead of usually Fridays or Thursdays. It is coming out a day earlier, but uh, out then on April 7th is Air, the Ben Affleck directed story about, uh, I guess, Michael Jordan's uh, Air Jordans, those shoes. I have, I never really watched basketball. I don't know about you, Lachlan. I think we are both too short to care about basketball. Uh, I actually really <laughs> enjoy watching basketball. I don't follow it's a fun sport anyone. To watch. I, yeah. I really enjoy playing it as well, but... Mm. I got picked less and less as time went yeah. on because yeah. of my people don't know how, how tall you are. I think you could be like fucking six five, and people wouldn't know. Yeah, um, just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You can be whatever you yeah. want to be. It's the Dungeons no, and Dragons no, 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 episode. You can no, no. show yeah, us your character sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, I'm, by the uh, way, yes, you're so short, six five, fucking short little man. Like that's that's why that's why I'm being silly because I'm seven foot. Uh, so yeah. Yep. That's that's you yes. are as not tall as a blue person from Avatar. <laughs> I thought air was actually about me because I'm so high up in the air. I I, I can feel the different levels of uh of, of fucking air density or whatever. Okay, this this bit isn't going anywhere. But go watch those two uh films. Go give uh our reviews for Tetris and Rylane a try. Like we said, Dungeons and Dragons is also a lot of fun. Lots of stuff to see this week. Uh, but yeah, next week, like I said, we'll be talking about uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie. So in the meantime, you can subscribe to the channel to not miss any more reviews or podcast episodes. And leave a like as well. It would go a long way and we really appreciate it. You can find all of our socials linked below. And Lachlan, I think with that, we are ready to go on it on our quest. I got my D20 figuratively in front of me. I think I, I don't really own a D20. Uh, but let's roll it and uh, wait. Do you actually have one? One or what, what, what's have, he's going oh, off screen? I have one. I cleared out. Sorry, I'm not speaking into the microphone. I cleared out my drawers the other day, getting rid of just like old files and paperwork, and there was a D20 yeah. die. Ah. I don't know where it is. Well, figuratively, we're rolling it on. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> I don't know, a D20 on 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 moving on to the next ne next week's show. So we'll see you then. All right. Bye. <laughs> Are you still, still looking for I'm it? Still, I'm still looking for it, but I, I won't. I won't have it here, unfortunately. You know, I do have my chainmail and tunic hood. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? So random.